the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. Welcome to the AV Profession, the show by and about AV professionals. I'm your host, Taylor Ryan Moore. With me today is Noreen. Noreen, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Noreen Essen from AVISPL Canada. Hi, everyone. Hi, Noreen. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you so much for having me here, Taylor. I really appreciate the opportunity. No problem. Thank you for being one of our first few people in our first season of our show. This is all new stuff for me, so we're just going to figure it out together. So before we jump into the questions about your background in the AV industry, I do have an icebreaker question. I'm a big fan of those. Okay. So I went through your LinkedIn and I wanted to read your bio just so I can get more information on you. And the last thing I saw was you are a big fan of uh, belting out musical theater songs. <laughs> yes. So I, I have to know, what is your go-to musical theater song or what is your favorite musical? Well, so my, my background is actually in music. Um, and so... I sing in the shower, you know, I sing when I'm upset, I sing when I'm happy, when I'm hungry. Um, but I would say lately I've um, been listening to a lot of Hamilton again. Um, I'm really down for like the rapping and then, and then break down into the singing. Um, so that's been sort of my go-to. So you're not going to ask me to, to sing, are you? <laughs> no, I will never ask you to do that if you don't want to. If you, I, uh, mm. if you want to, I'm not going <laughs> to... What's your what's your favorite song from Hamilton? I got a couple. Um, I do like Satisfied or the Skylar Sisters. Like I, I was totally, you know, jamming to that on my way to the office today. Um, and I feel like As one you know, should. toast to the groom. <laughs> Just, exactly. Yeah. Uh yeah. Skylar Sisters. Favorite? I love the Skylar Sisters. I think the song slaps, it's a bop, it gets the show started. I love it. It's one of my favorites. Absolutely. No, you know what? I would um I, I have seen it here in Toronto. Um, yes, and it was incredible, but I feel like I need to see it in New York. You know, I feel like that's an opportunity that I need to take yeah. one of these things. It's not the same as watching it on Disney Plus, but <laughs> I'm going to take it. But if tickets ever fall to my lap to go see Hamilton, we got to go. Uh, you know what? I, I will come join you. How about it? There we go. That, <laughs> set in stone right here. We're, we're going to go. It's official. Right. It's official. Exactly. So although I wish we could talk about musical theater this whole episode, we're going to talk about more exciting stuff. Part of the reason why I wanted to revamp the show and start the show was to sort of get an insight of how people got into the industry and sort of what they do. I'm still fairly new to it. I've been at this company for a year, so I've been a year into the industry. And before that, I had a background in car audio, doing copywriting there, another industry I didn't know. So I wanted to ask you, before you got into the AV industry, what were you doing before that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how this all came to be, um, majority of where I spent my career was actually in the events and entertainment space. Mm. Um, so for a long time, I worked for a music education charity called Music Counts, um, which is the charitable arm of the Juno Awards. Um, for those who don't know, the, the Canadian Juno Awards is um, like the Canadian version of the Grammys. So, yeah, so in my role, you know, I worked with a lot of artists um, doing, you know, from project program management um, to event execution all around Canada. So 
there, you know, I was planning events, I was looking after our programs. But one of the things that really got me into AV was part of what I had to do was actually hire AV companies. Mm. And so, you know, I spoke to a lot of engineers and again, working in the industry, um, it was certainly something that, you know, was something that was just always around. Um, I'm no expert by any means, um, but I knew, you know, what I needed to ask and I hired those around me um, who I could trust to do the job. Yeah. And so, yeah, go ahead. I was like, was there anyone in particular that got you into it? Or I know that's like uh, you were hiring the AV companies, but was there someone specifically that was like, hey, maybe you should move over to this side? Yes, actually. So um, I feel like I've gone on so many tangents in my career, but all good things. Um, but after I left the events industry, um, I actually had my second child. And I was like, you know, I kind of like my weekends and I kind of like, you know, sleeping. Right. And, you know, in the entertainment industry, it's all hours, um, lots of late nights, lots of weekends. Um, and I was like, OK, I, I needed something different. I needed a change. So I actually started working for this um, special effects company where um, if you wanted, you know, pyrotechnics or you wanted bubbles or confetti, um, you know, you, you would hire us if you wanted something to blow up. Um, so I worked alongside a lot of people in music still, mm -hmm. um, a lot of people in entertainment and film and TV. Um, and what happened and sort of how it all began was... Um, I was in a warehouse, so I was working in sales and marketing. I was in our warehouse, and usually our technicians would pack our gear. So I had a client come in a day early and was like, you know, Noreen, so sorry. I know I'm supposed to be here tomorrow, um, but I'm in the area. Do you mind if we just pack the gear? If it's available, charge me an extra day. I said, you know what? No problem. I can pack this for you. So when you work in a small shop, you do everything right? <laughs> that, that's just sort of the nature of the beast. So I grabbed a road case. Um, I'm going through it and I realized there was an XLR cable and we don't work in audio. And so I was like, what is this doing here? I think, you know, one of our technicians might've pulled it on site. Um, and so I take it out, I wrap it up properly and then put it aside. And this gentleman who worked for an AV company uh, was like, whoa, Noreen, have you ever considered working in AV? And I was like, no, why? Like, you know, and he's like, because two things. He's like, one, he's like, you know what an XLR cable is? <laughs> and then two, he's like, you can wrap cable better than my technicians. And I was like, well then, you, you know, mastered it. Here exactly. we go. <laughs> so I didn't even realize a career in AV was a thing, right? I, I, and I think, you know, this is something that a lot of AV professionals say is that you didn't choose AV, AV chose I've you. I've heard that a lot. They're like, you accidentally stumble into it. You don't like seek it out. And I was like, interesting. Wow. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. And I think that, you know, that's something like, you know, as I talk to a lot more AV professionals, you have such a wide range and diverse backgrounds of where everyone came to be. Um, but, you know, after speaking to this gentleman, he's like, you know, one, there isn't a lot of women, right? He's like, there just isn't a lot of women in the AV industry. And given that they work on the more temporary installations, event spaces, you know, wedding, et cetera, he's like, a lot of the event people are women. 
And so he's like, I, I would love to have more women in AV who can, you know, really speak that language, have clients feel like they can trust us, you know, and really relate to them on that level. Um, and he made a joke that he just like couldn't deal with any more weddings. <laughs> he's like, something's got to change. Um, exactly. <laughs> he's like, we need somebody else in this. And so, you know what? I, I didn't uh, jump at that point, um, but I certainly looked into it. Um, and that's sort of how I started, you know, my career in AV, where I started um, Googling, went online uh, and came across Avixa. And, you know, I became a free member and started taking some of the free courses because I'm like, is this really what I want to do? Yeah. You know? And I was like, do I want to learn about the technical set? And I was like, no, no, I really <laughs> don't. <laughs> but one thing that I did like and one thing that I do love till this day is how technology can elevate an experience, yeah. right? Um, and, you know, one thing that a lot of people don't recognize is that most people don't recognize the power of technology in AV until it's right. wrong or until you don't mm -hmm. have it because the expectation is that it's available, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so that for me has always been sort of the driving force and why I decided uh, to to jump over to the AV nice. side. We love a love a good origin story. So what was that first job once you like did the research, you're like, you know what, I'm going to go in. I'm going to be part of it. What was your first job in the industry? Yeah, so my official first job um, was actually working in sales and marketing for an AV there company. Uh, and, you know, it sort of, again, bridged my passion, you know, in the events and entertainment space, right? So a lot of, you know, temporary installations, uh, working with musicians, working with a lot more lighting than I would say I did now. Um, because we, you know, when you're working with more experiential, um, it's a lot of, I guess, like, you know, from projection mapping and to just cool technology that you, you wouldn't really think of, right? Because we're always trying something mm -hmm. new. Um, so, you know, I, I loved it. Um, I wasn't there for too long. Unfortunately, COVID had other plans. You know, the pandemic took oh, a yeah. hit um, for a lot of companies, a lot of industries, but especially hospitality, you know, the events and entertainment. Um, but I would say that one thing that I do love is that I wouldn't say post-pandemic. I think we're still in this pandemic, but um, how much people recognize how they valued that experience. Yeah, People missed music, going to concerts, going to events, celebrating a wedding, celebrating a birthday. And that brings everyone Yeah, you together. sort of miss the in-person experience when you don't get to have it anymore. Like we sort of took it for granted of like, oh, we get to meet up at concerts and go to events and do all these things. But when it like, you can't do that no more, you're like, now I miss it. And now you like want to go back to it. So yeah. Yeah, I miss food. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I ate, but I mean, like, I miss yeah. going to a restaurant and I'm like, have someone yeah, I miss else. Those experiences of like going to the movies. It's like, oh, you can watch a movie at home. It's like, yeah, but like the act of going to the movies, getting your tickets, sitting down, like, you miss it when you don't have it no more. So it's crazy. Uh, could you give a break? Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of still on that first job and I guess a mix of what you do now, can you give a breakdown of what your day sort of looks like from like you wake up, you get to the office? What does that day sort of look like? 
Yeah, so uh, now, um, you know, I, I moved from the entertainment side. Um, I took a couple other roles, um, again, more in project management, um, specifically in digital signage. And now I'm at AVISPL Canada, which I'm so proud to be at um, as a project manager. And so now I work on the integration side. Um, so what my day looks like, um, I get up around 5.36. I drink a lot of coffee. It's very <laughs> important. Read. Very important is the coffee. Yeah. I agree. I agree. You know, multiple Always. cups a day. Um, I'd like to say that I exercise. I, I really don't. I feel like I just <laughs> feel like I do have a treadmill that I try to get on. That counts. Um, so my role here at AVISPL Canada, um, so we are uh, an integration firm, and my job as a project manager is to execute um, what the project that has been sold by our account managers. Um, so anything from boardrooms or spaces, commercial spaces, um, and you know, it's just really working alongside with the client to make sure everything is moving. Um, so that includes working, you know, externally, but as well as our mm -hmm. internal team um, from making sure the site is prep, uh, ordering equipment, um, working alongside our vendors and our team um, to essentially execute uh, what the client envisioned. Nice. And I know you talked about yeah. uh, working in the event space and that sort of like helped you ease into the AV industry. Was there like a, a more big adjustment switching going from events to now doing like project management for integration like what was that what were those challenges like and what how did that switch go yeah so I would say um the role itself in terms of project management um was an easy transition um because as you know a producer and event manager everything is a project right so if anything um it's certainly was a little different where in the event space because it was live, you just had to come up with contingency after contingency. Uh, you didn't have the opportunity to go back and fix it the next day. It was like, we're going live. This is happening. Uh, you figure it out. So that includes anything from zip ties and Sharpies, you know, whatever it is you need to do to make it work. So... You know, project management side, that was an easy transition. I've always done projects. The most difficult part, again, was more from temporary to, like, permanent installations. And I think that's the difference. A lot of the gear, I shouldn't say a lot, but, you know, certainly there's gear that's the same. Um, but at the same time, the rental component is very different than, you know, something you want permanently in your house. and mm -hmm. Or, sorry, permanently in your office, I should say. And so, you know, for me, a lot of the technology is something I still learn uh, or still learning. I, you know, just trying to understand, you know, different cabling and understanding why we do certain things. Um, but fortunately, I do work with a great team who of course, yeah. does a lot of that for me. <laughs> You know, so I'm just there to help, you know, the project move along and make sure all the moving pieces are, are moving. Um, but I certainly rely on my team for more the technical component. Um, I do think that having a general understanding um, is to my benefit. Um, so I'm always just trying to learn, checking out some free courses, trying to understand better, um, and just being on site. To, oh, what type of resources what have do. you used to learn this new vocabulary and 
sort of get more acclimated to the industry, like especially more of like the technical vocabulary side? Because there are like some words in terms that I sort of just like trial and error had to figure out what they meant. So how, what did you use to, you know, learn that stuff and whatnot? Yeah, so actually a few years ago when I wanted to make that transition, um, you know, from more, you know, sales and marketing from the event side to really at least more focus on AV, I took advantage, I know I mentioned this, just with uh, a lot of the Avixa courses. There was a lot, you know, sort of like AV 101, you know, quick start to the industry. Um, I really leveraged um, Twitter. <laughs> so the AV tweets um, have been such an integral part of my growth um, where, you know, everyone was always happy to provide resources, feedback. Um, I know that there are um, a ton of videos, a ton of, um, again, just opportunities to learn, right? I think that the AV industry is such a, a niche industry, um, but a group of amazing people who I've been fortunate to learn from. Knowing for me going into this, uh, especially before going to Infocom, I wanted to put myself out there because I was like, I'm about to enter a whole new territory. I'm about to, you know, meet all these new people. And I want to feel like I know what I'm talking about, but like, I sort of don't know what I'm talking about, which is fine. So I think leveraging Twitter and the AV Tweeps community is very important. Um, how, what's like one of your favorite memories of being part of this industry, especially connecting with those AV Tweeps? Like making them feel welcome, like an event at like Infocom, like what, you know, what's your favorite memory? Yes. So um, I guess my favorite memory today is actually being at Infocom. Um, so it was my first Infocom and I felt like I needed to come out. And if it was going to be anywhere, exactly. it had to be like, you know, this year. Uh, so I came out, you know, and let, um, I would say, you know, the AV community on Twitter know that I was coming out and just try to meet with as many people as possible. I'm actually naturally an introvert, so it was really overwhelming, <laughs> but I felt like I just, I needed to do it, you know, if there was an opportunity. The market is mm -hmm. very different here um, in Canada. So I'm from Toronto, I'm here in Canada, um, where we just, it's not as big, at least I find. And so a lot of the people I actually met in the AV community was from the States or was actually mm -hmm. in the UK, <laughs> like the A, you know, AV Brits. And so, you know, for me, just seeing everybody face to face, um, I felt like I've known them yeah. forever, even though we just talk online, um, you know, on Twitter or, you know, have, have sat on a few calls. Um, but, you know, that for me, again, just being in Vegas with everyone, meeting everyone and putting a name to the face, right? And also just joining a bunch of podcasts <laughs> on site. I'm like, I'm coming in. Yeah, I'm that's, I, it was also so, my first info that was great. Uh, this past was it June? It was this past June and like very overwhelming and like very like a lot to take in at once, but like such an experience that like you just, you can't get back. I don't know, putting yourself out there and networking with these people is just so big and important. The fact that everyone feels like they know everyone, but they don't know everyone is like a weight off my shoulders personally. Like, like you said, you're naturally an introvert. Like I tend to like, you know, burn onto myself and then not really put myself out there. So doing that was like big and like, I don't know, you just felt welcomed in the community, so. Yeah, and you know, I yeah. wasn't sure what to expect, um, but it certainly was a wonderful experience and I certainly love to do it again. And just 
meet new people, see new technology, right? And again, as you as you said, like you know everybody, but you don't know everybody because it's such a small community that you. It's like you've sat in a call, you've heard them on a podcast, but like you haven't like right? met um, them face to face and give them a handshake. So that's what it's like, especially during the pandemic. You met everyone online, and now it's like you got to meet people in person. Absolutely, and you know, like you might have like. Twitter stalk them or LinkedIn stalk them. So you know everything about them, but you're like, exactly. you have to pretend like you don't know them when you meet <laughs> or like introduce yourself and be exactly. like. And so winding down here, uh, for people who are thinking about coming to the industry or want to do something different or, you know, wanted, heard about AV, but didn't really know like what it's about, what advice would you give those people? One of the things that really helped me was again, finding AV tweets, right? I went online, um, found Avixa, saw their Twitter feed and saw this come up and was like, I need to check this out. Um, my advice is meet people, talk to people, right? Um, one of the things that I did to start was I actually reached out to a variety of different people um, on LinkedIn. And just to, you know, send them a quick message and just say, you know, I'm, I'm starting out my career here, would love to, you know, buy you a coffee uh, virtually um, and, you know, just have a 30 minute chat. Um, a lot of people were very receptive and had no problem kind of taking some time to just talk about themselves, what they do, how they got there. And, you know, don't be afraid to jump into this industry, even if you don't have a background in AV, because if you talk to a lot of people, you'll know that most people don't have a background in AV. They fell into it. Um, so I think that, you know, with great support, um, with the idea of you just being curious um, is a good thing. You know, so I, I would ask, you know, if you know anyone, um, feel free to reach out, see if they can connect you with somebody. Uh, if you're in high school, you know, try to get part of that, like, tech team, you know, your theater. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of opportunities out there, um, and I'm sure you'll you'll find a home. Um, is there anything you'd like to promote? Yes, actually. Um, so I recently... Um, accepted a position to co-lead the Avixa Women's Book Club. Um, so if anyone is interested in joining our book club, you don't have to be a woman or identify as a woman. Um, it's welcome to all. Um, we typically discuss uh, business books. Uh, so feel free to join. You can find the information um, on LinkedIn. So add me on LinkedIn, uh, Noreen Essen. Well, great. Is there any other place where people can contact you? Any other social platforms you want to promote out there too? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can also find me on Twitter at uh, Noreen Essen. So my first and last name. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find me, Twitter and LinkedIn. All right, Noreen, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. If you guys want to contact me, you can follow me on Twitter at double underscore Taylor Moore. That's at two underscores Taylor Moore. And to check out more podcasts like this, you can go over to avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. Maureen, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast, and I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. For more podcast episodes like this, head on over to our website at avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv.